Thank you for tuning in to the Hope Community Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Grant me your mercy, my Redeemer. Redeem me, for I am yours, the one who has come from you. You are my mind, birth me. You are my treasure, open for me. You are my fullness, receive me. You are my rest, give me unrestrained maturity. I pray to you who exists and pre-exists in the name raised up above every name through Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lords, the King of Ages. Give me your gifts without regret through the child of humanity, the spirit, the advocate of truth. Give me authority, I ask you. Give healing to my body when I ask you through the one who brings good news and redeem my soul, enlightened and eternal, and my spirit, and open my mind to the firstborn child of the fullness of grace. Grant what no angel's eye has seen and no ruler's ear has heard and what has not entered into the human heart, which became angelic and was molded in the image of the living God when it was formed in the beginning. I have trust and hope and place upon me your beloved, chosen, and blessed greatness, the firstborn, the first brought forth, the amazing mystery of your house. For yours is the power and the glory and the praise and the greatness forever and ever. Amen. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us, Hope Community family, extended family, friends, uh, those of you connecting with us. Uh, it's so awesome that you're here, uh, so awesome that you are helping us spread this message of hope to all the places that we can reach. And so if you haven't yet, I'm going to ask you, go ahead and hit the share button, uh, share it on your page. Um, you can send it to your friends and messenger, uh, but uh, we just want to get this message of hope out as far as we possibly can. Uh, it's been so awesome to see folks connect really all over the world. Today we are looking at some things on our podcast and, and noticing that um, there's folks in Dublin, Ireland listening to the podcast every week, um, the podcast of the message and, and everything that we do on Sunday. So it's been Super exciting to see all that take place. And I know that we had talked about uh, actually physically meeting today, but that didn't quite work out um, due to, due to uh, really, honestly, um, if we're going to get together, we want to be able to get together and be able to hug and connect and, and you know, look at each other in the eye and face to face and, and uh, really uh, be human and family with one another and it's just not a possibility right now um with kids and and some of you know and we've got those that are a little older and you know with the cdc guidelines and then also uh with our insurance and and how we have to abide by certain rules 
and we're just not able to get back to where we can just be a family again. So for us, it's easier to do things like this. And honestly, the way Hope Community has been shifting and changing over uh, this uh, pandemic, this this thing that's going on, uh, we've been able to connect in a greater ability uh, than we were before. And and there's a lot more people a part of our church now. They may not have met with us physically in the past, but they are connecting with us with these uh, videos on Sunday, with the stuff that we do out through the week. Uh, and it has been encouraging. And so um, what I'm finding out is, is that we are actually growing. <laughs> and uh, even though we may ne- never connect with folks face-to-face, uh, they are a part of who we are now, and uh, they uh, they are a part of us, and we are a part of them, and they are a hope community where they are at. And so we are seeing this uh, this idea, this thought, uh, this heart that we have uh, to be a hope community grow beyond just physical boundaries, and now we are stretching everywhere. Uh, And so part of our strategy going forward from here on out is focusing on things like this, Uh, focusing on our connections uh, through Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all those places that we have stuff um, through videos. Uh, We're we're looking to increase our presence in uh, avenues like this uh, to increase what we do in in our stories and and our teachings and things like that. And so... um, where a lot of people have have kind of seen uh, things being bleak and and things things being uh, uh, I don't know uh, just different and weird. Uh, really, what's happening is the message of hope is going out further than it ever has before, and you all are a part of that. Um, whether you know it or not, the things that you contribute, the things that you do uh, in your interactions here in the mornings and here in the evenings, whenever people connect, uh, it has helped people and touched people's lives. And and we want to pull you in more and want you to become more a part of that and, uh, and help us with intros and help us with just sharing your story. And so I want to put out a challenge uh, to everyone that's listening right now. If you connect with Hope Community and, and you have felt the message message of hope touch your life and you felt uh, a difference and change in your home and in your uh, maybe even your business wherever it is if you felt that change I want you to send me a video just real quick just two or three minutes of just how um, the message of hope hearing the good news the real good news hearing uh, how the father values you and loves you and sees you as created in his image and that he loves you. If those things have had an effect on you, send me a short video and I want to take those things and put them together and use them throughout uh, the stuff that we do so people can hear. It's called what? Testimony, right? So people can hear testimony and there's something about testimony when when we share these things, it it stirs up that that faith that each one of us has. Uh, that we're all born with, uh, that connection that we have with the Father all the way at the beginning. Uh, when we hear stories, that's what testimonies are, right? Your story, when we hear that, it causes that thing to jump inside of us and it gives us uh, it gives us a stronger heart to where we can connect. And so I want to challenge you um, in this moment, 
just to take your phone out and, and, and just record something for, for two minutes and you can send it to me uh, through Facebook Messenger or you can send it to me through email. Uh, my email is pastormickis at gmail.com. That's P-A-S-T-O-R-M-I-C-I-S at gmail.com. And through the miracle of, of uh, technology, I will actually post that here at the bottom of the screen. Um, but send that to me and we will start incorporating into what we do on Sundays um, a little bit more of hearing each other's stories. I think it'll be awesome. Um, uh, we are starting something new as well. Uh, we have been doing Wednesday Night Life every week. Well, we're going to shift things to Tuesday night, and uh, we're going to be starting something called The Dwelling, and it's just going to be uh, Lindsay and I talking, sharing from our hearts, connecting, uh, sharing about real-life stuff, um, a little more down-to-earth than maybe just me teaching or having somebody else teach. It's just going to be us hanging out, talking with you, and that'll be live on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock. And so we want you to connect with that. It's just called The Dwelling. It's going to be awesome because it's at our dwelling, our home on Norwood Mountain. Uh, and we're just going to be hanging out and you'll be able to hear from both of us and, and interact with us uh, through Facebook. And it's going to be awesome. So that's going to happen this Tuesday night. And then also happening um, this week, we are going to start watching uh, the... The Chosen series together and how we're going to do that is I'm just going to post it in our group. Uh, if you're not a part of your group and you want to be a part of the group, uh, go ahead and uh, ask to join that. Uh, it's in our group section on our Facebook page and I'm just going to post the link for it and we're just going to watch it. And in and, and the time that you have at some point, watch it with your family and then go back and comment on that post just how you saw something different from the story of Jesus and the disciples and, 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 and how you, you know, when, sometimes when we see pictures and, and images and have the audio and, and, and you just hear things, you, you kind of see it, you know, differently and something stands out to you. And so I kind of want you to respond to it. So that'll be happening on, I'll post that link on Wednesday and uh, you will be able to watch it from anywhere between Wednesday and Sunday, that first episode, and just comment on it, how you you and your family felt. I'm excited to watch it with my family. Lindsay and I have watched uh, a part of one together, um, but to watch it with all of us together, I think it's going to be great. And, you know, we all have a time when we sit in front of the TV with a family, right? We've, you know, Lindsay and the kids and I, we've been watching Family Matters or we'll watch something on uh, Disney Plus or something with the kids. You know, we pick, you have one night where it's family night. Well, we're going to start watching The Chosen together. And, I, and it'd be cool if you could do that with your family as well and just see these images and the stories of Jesus and the disciples and, and just in a media fashion and it'll just hopefully open some things up while we're reading the Gospel of Luke in our summer adventure, which is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Luke chapter 7 and 8 today. I hope you've been keeping up. You still have time. You're, you're not that far behind if you haven't read just... Double down today and read chapters 1 through 8 and get caught up. That way you can read 9 and 10 this coming week. Um, but it has been so good. I, I, I've been reading from different translations just to get a better picture and a view. And if you go to our website, uh, you can find the resource page there. And you can see some of the translations that I've been using and some of the commentary to dig in deeper into these stories and actually hear uh, the good news in real life scenarios. And so we're kind of going to look at some of that 
today. So let, let's dig in. We're going to uh, look, kind of jump around a little bit. But in Luke chapter 7, starting with verse 1, I'm going to read from the message. It says, When he finished speaking to the people, he entered Capernaum. A Roman captain there had a servant who was on his deathbed. He prized him highly and didn't want to lose him. And when he heard Jesus was back, he sent leaders from the Jewish community asking him to come and heal his servant. They came to Jesus and urged him to do it, saying, He deserves this. He loves our people. He even built our meeting place. Jesus went with them, and when he was still quite far from the house, the captain sent friends to tell him, Master, you don't have to go all the way to go to all this trouble. I'm not that good of a person, you know. I'd be embarrassed for you to come to my house, even embarrassed to come to you in person. Just give the order and my servant will get well. I am a man under orders. I also give orders. I tell one soldier, go, and he goes. Another, come, and he comes. Uh, my servant, do this, and he doesn't. Take it aback, Jesus answered to the accompanying crowd, I've yet to come across this kind of simple trust anywhere in Israel. The very people who are supposed to know about God and how he works. When the messengers go back, got back home, they found the servant up and well. And so here's this interesting story about a, a, a Roman captain who has a sick servant. And the Roman captain asks Jewish leaders to go to Jesus. Uh, so Jesus would come and heal him. But as Jesus is on his way, the captain sends other folks and says, Listen, Jesus, um, trust me, I know you're a man of authority and I understand authority. All you have to say is for this servant to be healed and he'll be healed. And Jesus is completely taken aback. And he was like looking at the crowd. And he was like, you guys are all supposed to know this, right? You guys are all supposed to get this. But here's a guy who's outside who understands. Are you ready for this? Because we've been talking about it a lot. Who understands P-R-T. Present reality thinking. Understands seeing things the way the Father sees them. The Father's heart is to heal this servant. The Father's heart is to be there. The Father's heart is healing. And the Father's heart is that, uh, uh, that he would connect here with his father, with his, with his servant. And, and so the, the, the captain gets it. He's like, all you have to say is it's done and it's done, Jesus. I, I get it. I see it from your perspective. You're a man of authority. And, and, and Jesus is like, how come you guys don't get this, right? <laughs> you guys are all supposed to know that this is how it works. You guys are all supposed to know that this is how the Father sees things. It's from this perspective, this present reality of hope, this present reality thinking. You're supposed to get this. Um, and so he's amazed by it. He says it. And by the time the folks get back that the captain sent, the servant is well. And it's interesting, if you go back to chapter 6, uh, in, in, in part of the parables and the stories that Jesus shares in chapter 5 and 6, um, Jesus talks about words and he says, These words I speak to you are not mere additions to your life. This is verse 47, 47 of chapter 6. Homeowner improvements, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. These are foundation words, words to build a life on. 
If you work the words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who dug deep and laid the foundation of his house on a bedrock. When the river uh, would bust its banks and crashes against the house, nothing could shake it. It was built to last. But if you just use my words in studies and don't work them into your life, you're like the dumb carpenter who built a house but skipped the foundation. And when the river swells, it comes crashing in and it collapses the house of cards. Like it collapses like a house of cards and it's a total loss. And so Jesus, right before this story, this encounter with the centurion, tells how present reality thinking or a present reality of hope actually works, that they are words. That the perspective of the Father is what you build your house on or what you build your life on. It's not just things that you say. It's like the good news of the gospel. So we treat it like it's just words or we treat it like it's just like a Bible study or something that's a part of Christianity. But it's more than that. It's to be used in real world scenarios and it's supposed to be a part of your life. And, and that's what we build our life on. We build our life on the perspective that the Father has for us. So in other words, we build from we are created in His image. We build from we are valuable to Him. We build from that, that we are image bearers of the living God, that we are image bearers of the creator, that that's a part of us. And so if he's a creator and he's a part of us, then that, that means that we can create, that we can bring forth good things. And also he says that we're good and not bad. So we build from the foundation of we are good. And that's where this all starts. And so then we see this story. It's almost like we hear the parable and then we see it in action. We see it in a real world scenario. All right. So let's jump over to uh, chapter. Let's see. Let's jump over to chapter eight real quick. Okay. Chapter eight, verse one. It says, he, he continued according to plan and traveled to town after town and village after village, preaching God's kingdom and spreading the message. And the 12 were with him. Check this out. The 12 were with him. And there were also some women in their company who had been healed. Mary, the one called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out. Joanna, wife of uh, the, uh, Joanna, the w wife of Chusa, Herod's manager, and Susanna, along with many others who, who used their considerable means to provide for the company. And the reason why I'm bringing this out is because it ties into what we talked about last week about how the number 12 and the fact that those 12 were men had nothing to do with the organization of the early church or the organization of what Christ was trying to bring out. That number 12 was just a picture of a new identity. And they paralleled to 12 stones, those stones that John said that... Uh, that God would create uh, a new family out of. Uh, those 12 stones were literal 12 stones that were taken from the Jordan River where <laughs> Israel had crossed over to the promised land. They took 12 stones out and they were to be a reminder of this is who you really are. This is the new identity. You came from a background where you were servants to others and you were considered the lowest of low and you were considered bad. 
But this is who I say you are. You are good and you're entering into the promise. And so remember this when you see these 12 stones because they're 12 stones of new identity. And so we jump forward to Jesus where he was baptized. It was the same place. It was called the crossing. There were 12 stones there. And then later, Jesus identifies 12 stones of a new identity. This is, this is the new identity of who you're going to be. And part of that new identity wasn't just men. It was women Two, working together for the kingdom. And I bring that out because it's very important and we need to understand that um, because there's been so much covered up and there's been so much uh, oppression when it comes to uh, women in the church. But not, and, and not only that, but when it comes to anyone that's different from... Uh, different from normal or different from... Uh, um, maybe what we perceive as. And that's why Jesus spent so much time recognizing women, recognize those who like were in Samaria, who were uh, a part of a different culture or a different ethnicity. He was constantly showing that we are all equal. We are all image bearers. We're all in this together, that there's no one higher than the other. Matter of fact, anytime someone would say things like that, like, who's going to sit next to you, Jesus, or who's going to be in charge with you, Jesus, he instantly cut it out, right? He's like, we're all in this together. We're all working together, and we're all serving hope to whoever we come into contact with. There's no ladder. There's no system or rungs that you have to climb to get anywhere. You all have favor. You all are created in his image. You're already good. There's nothing that you have to do to gain it. And so here in Luke, in chapter 8, in the midst of parables and stories of healing and, and casting out demons and all this other stuff, he goes, Luke goes out of his way to mention that not only were not only were the 12 that were mentioned earlier here, but also these ladies who were doing going above and beyond, like even paying for their missionary journeys that we're doing, they were the ones contributing and, and taking care of everybody. And so I bring that out because this is part of the good news that we're all in this together, we're all equal. And it's, all, and it's also a part of this present reality of hope. We're all in this. There's, there's, there's no separation. We're all in this together. And so this message is for everyone. And this message is for everyone to give equally. All right? And so let's jump to one more place. Let's jump down to chapter 8 and we'll go to verse 16. Okay? Uh, it says, No one lights a lamp and then covers it with a wash tub or shoves it under the bed. No, you set it up on a lampstand so that those who enter the room can see their way. We're not keeping secrets. We're telling them. We're not hiding things. We're bringing everything out into the open. So be careful that you don't become misers of what you hear. Generosity begets generosity. Stinginess impoverishes. And so since we're on this adventure of discovering the gospel, the good news, to where we can 
bring it out in real world scenarios and bring it out into real life where people can actually experience freedom, I want us to understand that the things that we're learning and the things that we get and even the stuff that we've been learning for the past couple years about the Father's goodness and how much he loves us and, and how he considers us valuable and he's not angry, all of that is a part of the good news and that's a light that needs to shine in the darkness and we never want to hide it. Right? You remember the old song when you were a kid, hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Right? We don't want to hide it. We don't want to keep it uh, to ourselves, but we want to release it wherever we go. And that generosity, that goodness, that present reality of hope, that present reality of our thinking, those things, when we give it freely and release it, it begets more of it. It births more. But if we're stingy with it, if we're stingy with it with others, or even if we're stingy with it when it comes to ourselves, if we're not reminding ourselves of the good news, if we're not reminding ourselves of how the Father sees us, if we're not reminding ourselves that we're good, what happens? We're stingy and we'll feel impoverished. That that spirit of, of poverty, that spirit of, of where we just feel a woe is me, that poor, just, uh, I just don't get it, woe is me attitude will beget more of that and we'll find ourselves off somewhere away from the fresh water of hope that Christ brings. We'll be over in the mud somewhere. And we've talked about hippos before in the past. Hippos thrive in fresh water. The moment a hippo moves away from fresh water and gets in the mud and stays there is the moment it begins to attack and beat and 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 go after other beings or go after even other hippos and can even kill at that point and honestly that seems to be what happens in in churchdom or Christendom is that we get away from the fresh water of hope. We get away from the present reality of hope and thinking and, and get back into this impoverished mindset that we're not good enough, that we're not valuable, that we're not loved, that we're not created in his image. We go down that path and that, that, that impoverished mentality begets more and more and more and we find ourselves in the mud and then we're angry and we're mad and, and we just attack other folks and that's not what this is about this is about life this is about hope this is this is this is the real okay and so you can be stingy with that message to yourself you can be stingy with other folks but we don't hide it under a bushel. We don't hide it under the bed. We don't hide it, but we put it out there for everyone to see. And you're going to have to see it first. You're going to have to see that light every day for you to get it to where you can actually share it with others. Because the good news is good news for you, too. Just in case you need to be reminded of that. The good news is good news for you, too. Pause. Selah. Think about that for a second. It's good news for you, too. And that good news is something that you can live out. So, my encouragement to you today is hear good news 
know it's for you, and share that good news with others. Walk in the authority that you have. You have the authority as one who is an image bearer of the Father. You now carry that wherever you go. That's good stuff, man. So this is what I want you to know. I want you to know that we love you. You're a part of us. If you're, if you're tuning in and you've been tuning in for a couple weeks now and, and you're listening to the songs and you're listening to some of the things that we're talking about, I want you to know you're, you're a part of Hope Community. And where you're at right now in, in your living room or in, in uh, uh, maybe you're watching this on the phone somewhere or you're, maybe you're listening to the podcast at another spot somewhere, I want you to know that where you're at with those that you connect with You're a part of the hope community. You're a part of a community of hope, sharing and spreading. And you're like, well, I go somewhere else. Well, that's fine. It doesn't matter. (laughs) But you're hearing this message and it's connecting with you and it's it's opening up your heart. And I just want to encourage you to share that. Share that, that, that thing that's happening right here. Begin to share that with your neighbors. Of course, practice safe social distancing, right? (laughs) But share this message of hope with your neighbors, your friends, your family. You are a community of hope. You're connected with us, and we love having you here with us. And so uh, my prayer for you this week is that you'll let your light shine brighter like never before. And maybe you need to get up in the morning and, and tell yourself, you know what? The Father says I'm good. The Father loves me. I'm valuable beyond measure. And I have a light inside of me that needs to shine bright. And I'm going to let it shine. I'm not going to hide it anymore. I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to let my, my positive mental attitude outshine my grumpiness, outshine my negative thoughts uh, outshine you know the 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 common pessimistic attitude that seems to be prevailing throughout our nation I am going to shine brighter than that with the present reality of hope I'm going to be who he says I am I'm going to be the real me I'm not going to hide it I'm not going to back down anymore I'm not going to quit this is real reality this is this is seeing things from his perspective and this is how we're going to walk it out so man keep digging in luke this is our summer adventure we're going to be doing this all the way to the end of august guys we're reading all of it two chapters a week and i i just want you to uh be encouraged if you haven't caught up yet try to catch up this week uh we're digging into chapters nine and ten um and 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 i i want you not only to dig in but man if you've got some comments some things that you that you're reading and you want to you want to bring it out hey listen comment them on the post here or you can send them to me if you want to put it in written format. We can take that and, and we'll, we'll put that out there for others to hear too because it's good to hear 
other perspectives on this or you can do a short video and send it to us and we will post it as well because listen we're a community we're in this together and so if you've got some things that you want to say let's get it out there or hey you know what we can also do because this is the beauty of technology uh we can set it up to where we can we can zoom uh myself and and you or we can do it through facebook live and we can we can Take some moments to talk about these chapters in Luke and get your voice in on this as well. We're in this together, guys. And we're in this for the long haul. Um, we're, I know. I, once again, I know there's a lot of questions like, when are we going to get back together and see each other? We're going to get back together and see each other when we can actually do it for real. Like we always do. Where we can hug, high five, fist bump. Um, our kids can run and play together and we can feel safe about it. Um, I know every, every, everybody's doing their thing and everybody's got different ideas and, and all that. Um, but we want to do it right. All right. So, hey, thank you for tuning in today. If you haven't shared this yet, please share this uh, with your friends and your neighbors and let's spread the message of hope as far as we can. Thank you guys for tuning in. I love you. If you've got any prayer requests, anything you want to talk about, post it here or post it in the Hope Community Group, and we will pray and do whatever we can to help. Thank you, guys. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, check out our webpage. It's wearehopecommunity.com. Peruse some of the things that we got going on there. There's a blog, some more media. Um, there's a place to give if you would like to. Um, you can check out some other services that we have got. Um, but more importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And there's a place where you can just write a question, shoot us an email, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our Facebook page and our Instagram. Uh, you can connect to us, connect with us through those as well. But thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember that you are valuable beyond measure.